I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. I had a weird dream last night that I, I wanted to talk about in the tangent today, except now I can't remember what it was. I should have written it down. I have ideas all the time. Usually I, I write them in my email and I send them to myself so I, I don't sort of forget. I used to carry around a little piece of paper. I don't do that anymore. Why don't you check your Palm Pilot? Maybe you wrote it on there. Yeah, I probably did. It's probably in my <laughs> sidekick. Yeah, it's in my Palm Pilot and my sidekick. I carry both around, actually. Let's do the tangent. It's Fred and Angie's The Tangent, giving you all the we couldn't talk about on air. Oh, no, I, I, how anticlimactic is that for an intro? I can't remember. It was a really weird dream. Oh, I know what it was. It was <laughs> that I, I had to buy a gift for somebody, and... Maybe it's because Kaylin's birthday is coming mm-hmm. up or something. And I waited till the last minute for some reason. And so the store, I went to the store to buy the gift. And the store was closed, but the key was in the lock. Ooh. So I went in the store. I can give you the Chanel store hours if you want. I took the item. <laughs> I left the money for the item. And then I left and gave it to somebody. And then I came back during the hours in which they were open to say, hey, I'm the guy who left the money, left the money, and I took this, and but you left the key in the lock, so I don't know. I And I was in a bind, and they were like, that was very honest of you and very nice, and, and then that was the end of it. That was the end of the dream. But I remember I was very huh. stressed about the idea of having gone into the place that was closed, but I was honest about the fact that I left the money behind. And I don't know what, I'm sure that can be deconstructed in all kinds of ways, but yeah. I, I'm not really sure what. What? But I am a little stressed about your birthday because I I do you know I do like to get people gifts that that are thoughtful and that I think they'll like and that they won't just you know sort of don't be stressed. But I, I but I know because I you I don't know need anything. I think it's a good quality of somebody who's a good gift giver. Angie's a good gift giver. You guys are all good gift givers actually. I'm not. 
Um, <laughs> you're right. You're a you shitty are. gift giver. No, no, you're a good gift giver. I no. think you are. Alina, you are a good. No, gift I think giver. you are. I think you're all really thoughtful gift givers. Rufio is surprisingly thoughtful as a gift Rufio's giver. Rufio's good. I'm very like I rather give you a gift card. I know you guys hate that, but I feel so much better because I'm like, get what you want. I gave you a gift card for your birthday, I, and do I you felt, know how much I loved it. I felt bad about it, but it's like honestly, <laughs> What'd you get? I. Yeah, I don't know Makeup, what you want. It was Sephora, so of course I was like, "Hell yeah, I'm going to Sephora." See, but I yeah, right. So you can do that, but like, I felt bad. I'm like, I should give you something, but then yet, you know, she likes them. I she love them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no. And so that's what I give you: money and booze. Like I'm so simple, but like then when I like to give you guys gifts, I feel like you know I, I do want to show you my appreciation, and I want to show you that I can get you a good gift, and I'm so fucking bad at it. <laughs> I own it. It's fine. I don't. I don't think you're as bad as you think you are, but but yeah, no. I I think it's a good quality in somebody who really nails a gift it means they listen it means they care it means that they're paying attention even if it's all for selfish reasons and i think some people give what? gifts well no i because come on let's face it i think sometimes people give gifts because they want the acknowledgement of, of how how creative they were or how generous their gift was we know people like that you know people like that um uh yeah i, I yeah i think you, in your life you don't know anybody who wants to top everybody else um, whose ambition it is just, it, just to be the center people. of attention. I know that we're buying me gifts like that. <laughs> Seriously. I keep have... a list in my phone. If you guys I say you like something, I write like Fred dash. Blah, blah, blah. You know what Ooh. else I do? Did your, par- did your parents, uh, divorced parents, did they compete? Did, did, your, did, you ever, did you ever feel like your dad wanted to give you a better gift than your mom? No. When I, when I used to see both my parents, <laughs> I felt like my father was not always, he wasn't a bad guy, but he wasn't always thoughtful. He just wanted it to be expensive. Oh. Because it was oh. like, well, that because because he did better. Well, that's not thoughtful mm-hmm. then. It's just expensive. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'll, yeah. I'll buy gifts like throughout the year too. Like if it's you somebody's do. birthday, like, and I see something that I know is them, but I don't have an occasion to give them a gift yet, I'll hold on to it until it's, a good idea. it's their birthday. But it's typically a good idea. But in Kaylin's <laughs> case, I bought like. 15 gifts for her over the last year and now I'm like I keep forgetting that I bought you anything and so then I go into my big gift box I have a gift box in a closet that's cute and I'm like wow I got a ton of stuff here for her like so now I have to space it out and wait till Christmas you're very organized you got drunk and gave me one of them too I did (laughs) yeah I did so because I had a Surplus. <laughs> I want to be in your gift box. You are in my say. gift box. There's well, get drunk and all- give me my more box is a gift. Well, she just happened to be at my house that day. And I'm like, oh, here, have this. We're so drunk. Cute. But like, I have gifts for all you guys in my gift box. <laughs> I gotta do that. See that? That's smart though, because then throughout the year, I'll collect things. Like, ask Kayla. You have to keep checking it to make well, sure. And if it's cool enough, I might buy it for myself and keep it. That's <laughs> the other problem. That's smart too, though, because I get really like I spend a lot of cash during Christmas, you know, and I should just yeah. buy a little thing here. I and hate there. having to scramble at the last minute because then I don't feel like I'm finding the gifts that I would really like to get for you guys. That's me and that's that. why Fred got for Christmas last year he got a smoothie maker because I was <laughs> scrambling. I was like shit what do I get him? But he was all hot and bothered about smoothies I at still, that point. I still make that's smoothies. I it, do and I use the smoothie maker too. I yeah, do. Yeah that's why yeah, it I fit do. right. But Say you swear um, <laughs> yeah, family. Yeah uh-huh. I have used the smoothie maker. I have used the smoothie you, you maker. You have used it or you still use it? <laughs> it has been used. It has been, it has been utilized. But I will say, there's not a lot of smoothie making going on at the crib. I buy freshy smoothies now because they have the protein, whatever that protein stuff is. I don't I'll buy that. I'll get you some protein powder. You the process of home. making smoothies and, is a little daunting. And you have to clean it. And I don't, I'm not a chopping. Yeah. No, that's why I got that little self-serving one. You just throw everything into one little yeah. thing. But you still have to like clean. Like a bullet. It's this big. It's like a water bottle. He doesn't know. It's still in the box, Paulina. No, it's not. It's, not. it's been used. And me. It's been used. Yeah, I put all of your gifts in a closet all next yeah, to each other. Yeah, he has a gift box, too. It's everything. I won't yeah. wear this. Yeah. I won't do everything no. people have given him that he'll never use. You guys are going to 
have a really familiar Christmas this year. I won't year. use this. I won't use that. Kaylin. I hate this. Why did, you me, why did you give me airplane coasters for, for Christmas? These look familiar. Kaylin, I got you this smoothie bullet thing. It's, why do I have puzzles? Why do I have three puzzles? I've already done my puzzle. First of all, I've worn the shirt that you give me. I wear it. It's in rotation. I've never seen it. I took a picture the last time I wore it just to show you. You must have tried it on Which and one? taken it off. It's not true. The Supreme one? It's the, it's the um, uh, anti-social oh, social club. club. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I do wear it. Hmm. I do wear it. Okay. I have used the smoothie What thing. else have we gotten you that I, you use? I'm super wear? lazy. I, well, Rufio, the, um, he got me that um, Snoopy, the black Snoopy doll. That's the on. Cause one? The, yeah, that cause. That's uh-huh. on my, in my living room. And then the doctor's uh, the cat, the cat the in the one? hat that's like six feet tall that's in my office at home. It is. What else? Um, Angie gave me a connect, a clear Connect Four also on display in my living room. Mm. Uh, I love Connect Four. It's a conversation starter for the very few people who come over. They're like, can we play Connect Four? I'm like, no, let's go fuck. And then- <laughs> Let me connect my penis yeah. Yeah. into your budget. Yeah. yeah. They'll be like, oh, Connect Four. Oh, my dick. And then we. <laughs> wow. That's smooth. I don't want to come over anymore. Yeah. You, you just single-handedly increased sales of Connect Four yeah. with that. If that were <laughs> Mattel no, or Hasbro, no, don't look over there. Look over here. Yeah. Oh my oh my. I have a better one in my bedroom. Oh, it's yeah. a Milton Bradley game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's go play Operation. Oh no. Oh no. Come on. I'm not harvesting body parts anymore. Oh. I don't think that's a thing anymore. You, you trust me. You know I'm not harvesting body parts. That would require anatomy and and all kinds of things. Well, that's why you keep your place so cold. Uh, yeah, to freeze all the body parts. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I was having a conversation with um, a friend of mine. A friend of mine was in town. He's an airline pilot, and so he he was flying with another guy. You know, because they pair them up. There's thousands of pilots that work for airlines, and so they pa- they don't necessarily know each other. So he they pair him up with the first officer, and they have an overnight in Chicago. And so he's like, well, let's go to dinner, but I got to bring this guy with me because it's like, I don't know. That's the way it goes. I guess they hang out together for three days, and then they may never see each other again because there's really? thousands of other guys mm-hmm. that they can pair him with. So this guy, super nice guy, his name was Zach, um, and he was an F-18 pilot in the Navy. So he was legit. I mean, this guy was legit, legit, landing on carriers and doing all kinds of shit. Yeah, Top Gun, yeah. And so I'm just totally immersed in in hearing his stories about, and he wasn't like a... um, a super arrogant guy. He wasn't going to tell me unless I asked. You know, I was like, "Well, what are you? What? What were you doing before this?" And it's like, oh, "I was an F-18 pilot." I'm like, "Oh wow!" And that was the end of it. Until I'm like, "No, tell me more." Yeah. <laughs> boner. Um, yeah. And I totally had a boner. Play and I connect four. Yeah. And I was like, "Have you seen? <laughs> have you seen my connect four? And um, want to land your plane on my carrier? Yeah. 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 Oh, but no. we're not really going to play. Um, <laughs> yeah. I made a lot of landing strip jokes. It yeah. was cool. It was wasn't awkward at all. So no, but I'm I'm as I'm sitting here listening to him tell these stories so casually, I'm like, I'm really jealous about a life that I will never get to live. Like I'm actually thinking, like, wouldn't it have been cool to be able to tell those stories myself? Maybe like, in your next life you'll be a fighter pilot. Maybe, but I wasn't I was not mature enough. I was I'm deaf in one ear. I couldn't have been a fighter. It's not even guaranteed if you go into the service that you get to fly. And even if you do get to fly, it's not guaranteed that you get to fly an F-18 or a fighter. So it's not like it's not like I could just choose. Oh, I'm going to be an F-18 pilot, and then you know you got to be good. 
Um, but I'm listening to these stories going, you know, but then he's asking me stories about I was just gonna say about broadcasting. And this happens all the time. All, this happens you know? all the time. You meet somebody with a cool job and they're like, No, but I think your job is cooler and then they right. want to talk about it. and so th- and that's actually how I met this first pilot to begin with, was that we were sitting on a plane next to each other. Honestly, that's how we became friends. And he's like, I'm like, Tell me about being an airline pilot and he's like, Tell me about being on the radio and then that's how we became friends. But is there any sort of thing if you if you sit down and think about it, do you ever fantasize about having a, a completely different life. Have you ever truly sat down and thought like... Like for a career? Yeah, like I really wish that my life had turned out this way. Like sometimes I wish I were a surgeon. Sometimes I really wish I were smart enough and and quick enough and capable enough and altruistic enough, mm-hmm. dedicated enough to be able to do that. Like I really wish it's not for me. I'm not that guy. I'm not any of those things. But the other day... I met this brain surgeon from Lurie Children's, and the guy's absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and, and I'm standing next to a girl who's uh, Megan, who was in here, whose life he saved. And you know, this guy's just another. He, he he doesn't come off like he doesn't have this air of all day long. I'm saving people like this. Yeah. It's just no. This is what I do for a living. It's my job. I met another guy who's a heart transplant surgeon who saved my friend's life. Mm-hmm. He did the surgery, and I'm like, you did the surgery? He's like, yeah. I'm yeah. like, that's got to be heady, man. You had this dude's heart in your hand. He's like, it's just my job. I'm, I'm a it's plumber. He goes, I'm a plumber. Yeah, it's funny. I'm like, you're not a plumber, dude. Yeah, you're a clock. fucking it's heart in, it's, surgeon. It's impressive. It's impressive when it's, because sometimes it's just because it's so completely opposite right. of what we do. It's interesting in that way. I sometimes wish I would have grown up in Chicago because I would have been like a student of like Second City and I would have really like been in all the improv stuff mm-hmm. and because my dream was to be on SNL and I would have mm-hmm. totally applied everything that way. I didn't grow up here or have access to that, but that to me would be the end all aside from what I do now, which I love, but what would you have been a car mechanic? <laughs> um, no. Costco. Yeah. You've been a Costco general Costco. manager. <laughs> yeah. We know. That. No, I, mean, I mean like, a, I mean like an actual, like another career. Like do I ever, really do wish you ever I fantasize was, about anything else. Yeah, of course. Like mine's usually like sports related. Like I really wish I was good at really good at golf to even be a like, tiger, play tiger pro- woods. Y'all. Not even yeah. like just to play professionally, just yeah. to be to get t- paid to play golf, to have been yeah. on the tour and yeah. say that you did that. Yeah. Yeah. To just play golf for a living and just travel, like play golf courses around the world. Yeah, and just play golf for because even if you're paid. shitty, you're still that's still a, a thing. You yeah. still did like even guys who played in the like I know a guy who played in the NBA and he wasn't, you know, he was on a championship team, but he was like the seventh or eighth guy. Yeah, and, and he played for twelve years and like he played in the fucking NBA. Yeah, like, like he has a ring, mm-hmm. you know, and he contributed, but like you, you know he wasn't a superstar. Yeah, and he didn't make a ton of money. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. This guy made. He played in the seventies and eighties. He made two point eight million dollars all time, wow. and he was on a champ. He was on the Bad Boys team, championship wow. uh, Detroit mm-hmm. Pistons team. Yeah. Two point eight million dollars all time in a twelve year NBA career. The, he had he does a radio show in in, uh, in um, Denver. He the interns calculated based on his statistics and comparatives like how much he dollars. how much he would have made <laughs> in a twelve year career. A hundred and eighteen million dollars. Yeah, wow. if he had played two decades later. Yeah, a little aside. That's crazy. Kaylin, what actress? Would it have been Broadway or something? Not Broadway, no. I wish I was like Thora Birch. 
Oh, is, from that? now and then? <laughs> from like, like American Beauty now and like then. Like an indie, okay, so an a, indie actress. Like, yeah, I just so like. Television then? Or, or no, movies. Movies, movies? Movies. But like a really, like Christina Ricci, just like, yeah. I don't know, like a cool actress who isn't super affected by. Okay. How to be like a cool stuff. indie actress. Yeah, but okay. I, I try to like really Thor appreciate Birch. like my path and what is meant for me. So mm-hmm. I try no, not to I go to that, that headspace. But um, I mean, like, if I would have done that because I was on that path, I wouldn't have known my sister as well. I wouldn't have met you guys. I wouldn't have, you know, met my friends in college so i'm happy i agree with you i can see why that's not necessarily helpful to think like that but it's not that i i'm happy too but it would have been fun to see what that was like i guess when i meet other people and and i appreciate what they do then i think wow that that would be a cool thing but you're right then i'm not even in the i'm not sitting there talking to this guy to begin with if i didn't if i didn't take the path i took you know, so I don't, it's not that I have regrets. We're all on our path, but it's interesting to think about like, oh, well, I wonder what that would right. be like. Paula, yeah. what was yours? Okay, so I just want to be like, you know, very honest. Like you guys, I love what I do because I used to fantasize about this when I. Oh, sure. Yeah. Same. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, me Same. too. Like, this was this is one of those things. Same. Yeah. And it's better than my fantasy, to be honest, too. But sometimes like now that I am in the position that I'm in today, you know, where I'm very fortunate to be here. But like I'll sometimes sit there and think like. What would life be like if I had a more, like, chill job as far as, like, always having, like, stable, like, income, knowing, like, you're getting that, you know, nine, nine to five. five. But you yeah. had that and of, you hated it. Well, no. Rewind, though. Yes, I hated <laughs> that. I hated the sales <laughs> shit that I did. I hated you, it. You had a job that was going to be there every day. They hated me and I hated them. It was fine. Yeah. But, <laughs> but before this, when I was in college, I worked for the Chicago Park District. And, I mean, that wasn't nine to five because it was, like, when the kids would come in. Yeah, right. So, you still work that eight hours a day thing. So, technically, it was, eight, it was nine to five, just in a different uh, time setting. Yeah. But, I, like, I still talk to all my old coworkers and my boss and they like just live a chill life. I yeah, can't describe because it. Because you know what it is? Is because I always think about how much fun I had bartending and everything. It's because when you leave you that can leave job, it there. You, you can leave it there. You leave it there. It's yeah. it's done. You know what you're gonna yep. get every day when yep. you go in. It's sort of like yep. the comfort mm-hmm. of predictability and schedule exactly. and being the able to leave paycheck. and leave yeah. and mm-hmm. then you're done. And it was fun. It was like kids, you know, so it wasn't yeah. like I wasn't doing like, you know, rocket science over there, but it was still um <laughs> it's it's, rela- it's more relaxing. It was relaxing. And like she, you know, she's single, my old boss, and it's she's less stressful. Exactly. And she's just like, you know, going to concerts on the weekends and drinking and working out during the week. It's just very, like, I don't know, stable. Girl, that's what that's you what do. You do. <laughs> well, no, but, like, watching her, I'm like, damn, like, it just seems that's like... your life. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, though. <laughs> yeah, Some days like, I miss, like, those bartending easy, yes. you know? You don't really have to think about it. Yeah, because this, like, I tell people all the time, this is not a difficult job. Not anybody can do it. This is not a difficult job in that, like, there are people who are listening to this right now who work harder, whether you're using oh, your hands yeah. or you're using your brain. Totally. You know, but, but there's never, there's not one moment that we're not being evaluated. Mm-hmm, and so sure. we don't, we, we cannot hide. If you have a bad day, it counts. It matters. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot close my door and do the tasks. Right. You can't require, mentally check out. Yeah, right. Like, and again, that's, mm-hmm. I'm not for one second saying that this is hard. No, it's just different hard. It's, it's just, like, it's just, right. Everything and so, is, you know, no matter how attractive it is, anything that we've talked about, a job becomes a job. It's still a job that yep. you have to do. And right. so even if it's the funnest job in the world, it's still a job. Yeah. And it can take the fun out of it sometimes. Yeah, and I don't really want anybody else's job all the time. I want my job. But like, you know, I've had people say to me, you know, lawyers and doctors, oh, it must be nice, man. You know, you're Whoa. done at 10 a.m. And, that you know, phrase. whatever. It's like, it's I like, well, first it. of all, 
First of all, well, working twenty four seven. I, I work the same number seven. of hours that most. I work same number of hours as my friends, and sometimes more, depending on the week. Yeah. And it's it all throughout stop. the day. It starts way earlier than you. Sometimes Just because my day's night. over at ten doesn't mean it. You know, it well, means you it start, work to start, do. Start the show right. is yeah. over at ten, but our work day isn't over. So at again, this isn't me complaining. Everything. This is me complaining about the people who say that. Yeah. And the other thing is, you know, my lawyer or whoever, I'm making this up, whoever says this oftentimes has the ability to get six hours of work done in a nine-hour day mm-hmm. or five hours of work yeah. done in an eight-hour day. like going through a breakup or a death or mm-hmm. any kind of heartache No, is and you so... still come in and put it on. There's no hiding that. And again, these aren't complaints like I wouldn't trade any, I wouldn't trade it for anything. There's nobody else's job that I want to do more than this one. But I do sometimes think it would be cool to have... To be able to say I traveled the world and yeah. flew a fast airplane, or yeah. I I served our country, or I yeah. I saved someone's life, or I, you know I, I made a bigger contribution. I think about that, but no, that wasn't. But instead, we get to talk about who Cardi B is banging this week. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna suggest that we all try to do the person's like dream job, but yours like we can't, well, we can't do. <laughs> We'll see if they pick me for the Blue Angel ride. Then yeah. I'll sort of get to be an F-18 pilot for a day. That's that would awesome. be awesome. I actually, have I think you I'm, done that already, right? Uh, 11 years ago, in I Carolina, did right? Yeah. yeah, I did. So I actually, I don't even know if you can do it twice, but that's not on me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, no, I don't. I actually don't know. I, but they, they do a whole thing on you. So like I had, yeah. to, I had to go to the doctor and mm-hmm. they had to yeah. do all the stuff. And if they've got me on some list somewhere and they say, I'm also too big. Uh, I'm too physically large to do it. I'm I'm outside of the scope of what they required, so yeah. I, I may not get picked. But um, anyway, that'd be cool. It would be cool, and then I'll tell you how it is. Oh, I want to go. Tell you how it is. That'd be I hope cool. You get it. Over um, like during Aaron Water show. Yeah, yeah, yeah a couple weeks over Chicago. Oh. So we'll see. That'd be we'll cool. scared. Yeah, that'd be we'll so see. Cool. I'm supposed to jump with the uh, Golden Knights too. Really? Do, do, yeah. do a tandem with the, I'm supposed to do both. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if it happens. I don't know. Um, That'd be cool too. Live your life, Fred. Man, yeah. fingers crossed. I mean, what better life. fucking person than me to do all this stuff? I'm a pilot. You know? Get it, pilot. Who are they going to pick? Some other. Pilot? <laughs> how, did you have to, how did you have to apply? You just apply some? Like... They, well, I've been asking for years. And, uh-huh. and then, fi- you know who helped me out? Barry Butler helped me out. Yeah. Barry, uh, photographer extraordinaire Barry Butler. He he does a lot Barry. of their, like, uh, photography. Yeah. He does yeah. a lot of their pictures. So mm-hmm. he. I think he sort of reached out to them and was That's like, no, nice. no, no, for real. And uh, I think somebody in the office finally figured out, oh, these guys are legit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Aww. we should. Because the Blue Angel, they like to pick TV because mm-hmm. they've there's video cameras in the plane. Yeah. And they, they for some reason, they think that I think being on TV is more valuable. But it turns out that I have more Instagram followers than like anybody on TV. So. Uh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> Flex <laughs> on them, friend. Flex on them. Well, no, 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 no. I, I mean, it was. <laughs> It's more hey, of like a want hey. the attention to yeah. the show. It's really what that is. Is more of like a hey, radio's still sort of here. Yeah, <laughs> we're still cool. Mm-hmm. People still pay attention. Ooh, I mean, we can put, we can post video too. Right, like, we, yeah. Yeah, we can do we all the same stuff that TV people yeah, can. They so. do it better. Yeah, but they they, t- they tend to pick television people for the yeah. video aspect. So anyway, nice. that, that's all I was saying. So we'll, well see. Good luck it, with that. We'll see if it happens. But so um, it'll be Jake Hamilton. You're saying probably. Yeah. And that guy. Let me say something. I like Jake a lot, and that fucking guy's hair will not move. on that effort. He flies that F-18. That guy's hair what? He'll take the helmet off. He doesn't off. even need a helmet. Yeah. And they, no, he, he doesn't. doesn't he doesn't need a helmet. They're like, no, you're fine. If you, Your head will be fine. Jake Hamilton, the guy on TV does the movie stuff for Fox. Let me tell you why I like him. On New Year's Eve, I saw that guy. I was driving um, to go to the NBC thing on New Year's Eve Navy Pier. And he lives across the Navy Pier. And it was, mm-hmm. I think it was raining. And I saw him. He didn't know I saw him. He his he has a rescue dog. His dog, I think, from Paws. Mm-hmm. His dog was scared of the rain. It wouldn't. He was trying to get it to go to the bathroom, and and it wouldn't walk across the street. It's a big dog. I think it's like sixty pound dog or bigger. Mm-hmm. He picked 
his dog up in the rain and Aww. carried it across the street and set it down to go to the bathroom. And then she was scared. So he picked her up again and carried her across the street back. Into the- and as soon as I saw that, I'm like, I fucking like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he can he can stay. You know what? That's fine. I don't know how he who pays for the gel <laughs> for that guy. But God bless him. I'll pay for the gel because he's a good guy and he likes dogs and I like him better. So shout out to Jake Hamilton. Everybody watch him on uh, what was he on Fox? Yeah. Yes. Everybody mm-hmm. watch him. And Michelle Aguilera. Yeah. Watch her. Allegria. Allegria. Yeah. Michelle. It's not Aguilera. Holler. She's not related to Christina, Allegria. but damn, she could be. She fine. <laughs> we gotta have her in here one day, oh, like to no, do the we weather do in here not. or something. No. I don't know. Well, Why? she does traffic, traffic, so we probably shouldn't have her do the weather. That actually would be better if she came in and yeah. do the weather. That would be funny. Hey, Michelle, come in here and do the traffic. Yeah, she's a <laughs> she could do it all. Pretty lady. I don't know what she does. I'm too busy looking at her. <laughs> she could be talking about anything. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening to the Tangent, our off-air uncensored podcast. We love everybody around here. Uh, tell your friends, subscribe and like and all that stuff, and we'll see you next time. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.